Hello, and welcome to Doing Time, where humans talk about their experiences in a psych ward. Today we have Chicago comedian Lily Shoulder. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How good. are you? Good. So the first question I always ask is how much time have you done? So like in a hospital or like group therapy, uh, things like that. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I did uh, like a PHP thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is partial hospitalization two the summer before this past summer, so two okay. summers ago. Okay. And then I did um, like an outpatient program this past summer, mm-hmm. and then I'm doing inpatient for a month and a half in like three days. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So kind of fresh. Like, yeah. Almost fresh. Yeah. Um. And then oh, I, and then I did DBT for a little bit, like group how, therapy stuff when I was okay. younger. Okay. So can you? Well, I want to, you'd obviously go into your experiences and, like, what happened, obviously, to get to the hospital part, but I just want to ask if you can explain to people, like, what the difference between CBT and DBT is, because, like, I know, but I just, like, don't. You know, I wish I could. Okay. Uh, I, but what was it, what, so what did you do in DBT, though? Uh, it was a lot of, like, sort of, like, almost self-care type of okay. stuff. And, okay. like, skills for, like coping it was a long time ago but like do you know dear man yeah yeah it's like that kind of stuff okay yeah and that's can you like explain that for people who don't know i'm trying to remember what it it's an acronym it's an acronym very much because okay yeah because you don't remember it yeah at all it's an acronym for uh for some type of coping yeah skill yeah i remember that yeah um it's like stop or something i don't know yeah uh yeah that's weird okay yeah because i feel like i should remember that but i definitely don't probably didn't use it honestly yeah. um but i think i i just want to go into maybe like your experiences in the psych ward and like how that affected you or how did it help you or not help you things like that sure yeah uh well the the most like the one that had the most effect on me was the one two summers ago uh where i it's this place in skokie which kind of sucked because we have to go we Skokie. yes we went to the same we one. went to the same therapy right. program which yeah. is like kind of cool yeah uh, which i, I Sorry to interrupt, but, like, I tell everybody that's what saved my life. Really? Yeah. That was the only program that I didn't feel like it was bullshit. Like, stop and breathe and yeah. remember what's in your control. Like, it wasn't that bullshit. It was very, like, individual. It saved my life. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. That one, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, I didn't, I don't think I worked hard enough at it mm. for for it to work for me because exposure therapy is horrible and a nightmare, and I didn't. It's very hard. And I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. so I didn't do it as much as I should have done it I like procrastinated a Mm. lot doing the exposures so I didn't get as much out of it as I could have gotten okay um I I mean I I think I got something out of it I was better for a little while after but the effects kind of wore off okay I was like very good about not seeking reassurance and stuff like that for a while after yeah um but then I kind of fell back into it really okay yeah because did you did you but you noticed you were falling back into it yeah Okay. Yeah. So at least you're, like, aware of it. Yeah. Which is, like, the first yeah. step to kind of... And I, I didn't even know that, like, reassurance seeking was an OCD symptom before I went there, so... Yeah, and they, like, a lot of times, too, when kids are younger, they'll kind of... At schools will kind of explain that to parents now, that mental health is more of a prominent thing, like, more awareness about it. Yeah. They'll explain that, like, reassurance seeking is one of the symptoms. My mom didn't know that, and then when she found that out, she's like, Drew does that 24-7. Yeah. All the teachers, like, in conferences would be like, Drew knows all the answers to every single test, but will come up to me and be like, do you, like... Is this right? Like yeah. every single time, and that's like what, um, yeah, one of the symptoms of OCD. Yeah. Did you find that in what did you find was more helpful for you, inpatient or outpatient? 
Um, well, I haven't done inpatient yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so you're like, so you've been to just PHP. Yeah. Then okay, and so like for you, even, how many programs have you been to? You said a couple. Yeah, a couple. Okay, so then, and you said the most effective was Rogers, which was one that we both yeah, went to. Yeah, because okay. I went to one called Compass, which. Wait, I went to Compass. You went to Compass? Oh, crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. So this is my story. So I went not like story, but like this is like what how I got better yeah. was I went to Compass felt like it was too bougie in North Shore because every person like kind of knew me in a sense like I feel like I knew everybody because it was all like Highland Park like that's where I yeah. grew up right so like I knew everybody and then attempted suicide like a week into that program it Thanks. just like was not helping me and then after the hospital because obviously it's in the hospital went to Rogers and then that was it. Wait, the, Wait that is so wild. weird. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like Compass, like, it didn't do any. It was all just stuff where I was like, this feels like common sense. And it was very condescending. Like, I feel like the, like, the people there are very, like, rich and, like, dressed really nice. Like, it doesn't feel like... I actually, I really like the therapists. They, like, grew on me a lot. Like, at first, That's, okay. I, I was like, maybe you're condescending, but then... I was like, no, you're you're like, they're pretty nice. I don't, I don't okay. know. It, it definitely they grew on me, but I just it, it was very much me like avoiding exposure therapy. Like I'm sure that kind of stuff works for people who like just have depression or something, right? Like that. But for, for sure. me, it was like, okay, this is I'm clearly just avoiding working on OCD. Yeah, they're really depression and anxiety focused because I was going through like eating disorder stuff, and they like were like, we cannot help you. Like yeah. we don't know how to help you. Yeah. And then I obviously got transferred out. Yeah. But have you done any? Does Rogers do eating disorder stuff? Yeah, oh, which nice. was awful for me. Like, hard. Yeah. It was just awful. It was very, like, the exposures for me were, like, I – my eating disorder was very OCD. Like, I had to eat the same foods at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, like, they would – every day I had to eat the same thing at 12 o'clock, and, like, they threw me a snack at, like, 3 o'clock, and I was, like – I started crying. Like, yeah. I talked about well, it on the podcast. I ate a Nutrigrain bar because I was, like, starving because that's what they gave me. Yeah. They're like, well, you don't know what we're going to give you. And I was like, throw it at me. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And then I, like, was, like, well. devastated. Yeah, I thought I was going to get fat. Like, I was just, like, it was really bad. But um, that was definitely exposure for me as well. Yeah. But, like, do you want to go into, like, some of your exposures to share? Because, like, not a lot of people, like – um, Dominic on the last podcast talked about exposures, which was, like, really fun for me because, like, nobody else on the podcast had talked about it. Like, they talked about, like, OCD, but then it, they never talked about, like, getting exposures for that. So if you want to, like, go sure, into that. Sure, yeah. Like, what... They're not, like, fun. Uh... No, they're, uh, they're fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> should I talk about it? Yeah, I guess I'll talk about it. Um, I, Whatever like, you want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, one of my things is I, like, convinced myself I had a repressed memory of, like, getting molested or something. Okay. Uh, so I would have to be, like, maybe I got molested and, like, just think about that a bunch of times. Okay. Uh, and then I also have a lot of, like, hypochondria stuff, like, without getting into, mm -hmm. like, specific illnesses or whatever. Um, I would have to, like, look up pictures of the illness and, like, look up symptoms and be like, okay, maybe I have it. And, like, what if I do have it? And, like, what's the worst-case scenario? And then, like, think about the worst-case scenario a bunch like write it down and yeah. uh and all that stuff mm -hmm. uh, so you're basically just a jew <laughs> yeah yeah basically yeah sure yeah yeah but um so like so then so then those, that's your ocd right but then what what would the exposures be for you like what would they make you do well they would, they would make me like well i mean they would they would like make me like look up the symptoms of the illness and like just think about it. It, it was a lot of just like thinking about it and mm. like then not asking for reassurance. Like a lot of the exposure. Oh, like just, do I have it? Yeah, it was just me not asking. Oh, for, for sure. Being like maybe I have it and just like mm. thinking about that. Just being like, and, like maybe I do. Bring it down or just and and I have a lot of things about like being scared that I've like wronged someone in mm. some way and mm -hmm. then like 
thinking about specifics and like writing down specifics it was a lot of like writing stuff and like having to think about stuff it wasn't so much okay it wasn't that much like doing i did this one really dumb one that was Mm -hmm. like clearly me um avoiding the ones that i was actually scared of okay um where i i i mean i guess like because there's the hierarchy of um like exposures or whatever Mm -hmm. and the very lowest one was like me being scared i'm like not funny or something so i would have Mm -hmm. to go and talk to people and not try to be funny it's like this is the dumbest shit in the world like oh they made me do stuff like that too dude yeah did you know yeah they which actually helped me but it was so dumb like yeah. dumb in, in theory when you tell people you're like it's dumb but then it actually did help me I had to go I was afraid of people judging me which most people are yeah. and I would have to go around with a post-it note that said please judge me yeah. and I would pick out table cards table yeah. topic cards for, to talk about and then they'd be like why would you think that that's yeah. so weird see for me that doesn't work for me because it's like so clearly artificial it just like doesn't right. provoke anxiety for me for me it did because they were really good at acting yeah that's right <laughs> like it was artificial but it was like they were super yeah. good at like being like no I'm serious like yeah. that's weird yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I will say the um, the not being funny one, it was just hard for me because I had a big crush on the guy who had the little <gasps> cubicle next to me. No. And so I would, like, kind of break, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna be a little bit funny. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And it was a lot of fun. I had a huge crush on that guy. Mm-hmm. He kind of looked like Robert Pattinson from, like, the first Twilight Is that his movie. Phone? Uh, okay, so we were talking about, like, your specific exposures. Yes. Okay, so I just, like, maybe want to like get into like um because for me I don't know where my OCD stems I developed it when I was like I do know like why it what okay I do know when it like flares up you know what I'm talking about where yeah. like there's certain times when you're like oh I'm fine and there's certain times where like today I just couldn't yeah. stop with my OCD yeah. um and I know why it's because there's a lot of things out of my control and I'm trying to control things but that's like what yeah. it is for me um but do you know like where it stems from uh no I don't know my mom has this theory and it's like not true, I don't think, but like it's worth whatever. Like, it's like, like exploring. A very yeah. dumb theory. Like when I was uh, like a week old, I had this ulcer, mm-hmm. uh, and then they like gave me anesthesia, but it like didn't work, and I was like asleep for a really like too long, and I had a bunch of like tubes in me and stuff, and I like couldn't eat and I couldn't shit and all that, and so it was like yeah. this like super traumatic experience, like yeah. at a very very like formative time or whatever. Right. For uh, and so right. she has this theory that like. I got mental illness, like, because of that or something, which, like, doesn't really make sense, but, like, it's kind of an interesting It theory. would make sense if, like, there's research behind it. Yeah. If there was, like, a specific condition that you had that's, like, linked to it now and they, yeah. like, did studies on it, but yeah. it's, like, kind of, like, okay, we're just, like, shooting. We're yeah, just, like, we're, throwing yeah. spaghetti at a wall and seeing yeah. what sticks. You know, it's, like, okay, sure. I guess when I was so, yeah, I don't, kind of dropped on my head or whatever, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. So that makes, I mean, but do you, like, for me, I know a lot of it just has to do with, like, genetics and, like, just honestly being Jewish. Like, there. And nobody in my family, like, doesn't have, like, anxiety or Oh, no, one in my family does have it. See, that's crazy. Like, are both your parents Jewish? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, my my dad had depression for okay. a little bit, but okay. I think it was, like, more situational because it was like, just for, like, a short mm-hmm. period of time mm-hmm. in his life. Okay. Um, But, yeah, no, no one else in my family really has any mental illness. Okay. So... So, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I figured out. My sister out. might have some anxiety, mm-hmm. but, like, no one else is, like, medicated or, like, goes to a therapist or anything. Okay, are you medicated? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Are you on, like, antidepressants? Uh, I'm on Zoloft and Wellbutrin. And okay. I was on Abilify, but I stopped because it was making me gain a lot of weight, and that was making me more depressed. Everybody says that. Yes. Everybody says Abilify makes them gain weight. That's so interesting. I mean, it's, it's weird because it's, like, there's a lot of medicines that, like, 
there's different side effects for each medicine and it yeah. affects every person differently. Like some people are like, I get awake when I take Benadryl and I'm like, I pass out. Yeah. Like it's just very different for each person. Um, but I just, you know, do you know, is OCD like your main issue? Um, it depends on when <laughs> yeah. you would ask. Really. Right. Um, okay. I mean, one thing that has been kind of frustrating for me is sometimes like, like, I hear about people doing talk therapy where they just talk about their life and their, like, interpersonal issues and their therapist just, like, gives them advice, which I don't understand at all because, like, in, like, a lot of times when I've tried to do that, my therapist is, like, you're avoiding talking, like, doing exposures and talking about OCD and they, like, won't oh. let me do regular talk therapy. Um, it's kind of controlling, but. Yeah, but it also makes sense. So, I don't, <laughs> yeah. it, like, it's it's fair for sure. I'm, I'm yeah. very good at av- avoiding stuff. Um as you can see as a pattern um but what was the original question just like is no you're good is is ocd your main issue Uh, like what do you think i'd say so i mean my depression is also a pretty bad certainly not great Mm -hmm. um and 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 sometimes that's worse and i prefer mm -hmm. to have really bad depression than really bad ocd uh it's a lot yeah it's more um it's more comfortable. Yeah. Like, like when you're when you're trying to like like for example like today I I was telling you I like lost a sale for my OCD. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't stop like calling someone because I was like needing information yeah. and it wasn't like I called them three times like they yeah. were kind of overreacting but yeah. also on my end like I know that I was a lot so and that's part of like my issue but then when I was on my way here I couldn't stop thinking about it yeah. and I was like and that's part of the OCD too. Yeah. It's like I just didn't get closure. Yeah. And that's something that I'm going to have to accept. But the OCD gives me depression. Like, that almost put me into, like, not, like, depression, but just a depressive state where I was, like, this is kind of sad. And, like, I feel shameful about this because I could have easily just waited. But I can't wait sometimes. Like, I just can't wait. Everything needs to be, like, closed. I need closure. Yeah. Perfection. So, like, I just didn't know if, like, your depression stems from your OCD or it's separate or it's, like, because my – I think everything kind of just – is around my OCD. The depression, the anxiety, the eating, like, everything. Yeah, other people think that my depression stems from my OCD, but mm-hmm. I don't really You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, I it's every, you know, it's Yeah, I, I think it's it's kind of separate. Uh, I have a lot of, like, I don't know. Much. I haven't honestly thought that much about where my depression stems from, mm-hmm. just because, like, I don't know. I mean, this is, like, kind of fucked up maybe, but I feel like everyone has depression mm-hmm. and it's like a lot Absolutely. less interesting to think about right to me it, right uh than ocd which is like just more interesting to me because like yeah not sure. well like not everyone i know has it but also it like manifests itself so differently in so everyone. differently uh where depression is it's i mean it's like kind of similar I think, right where it's like where it's like it. when you when you see the dsm-5 it'll be like these are the symptoms but ocd there's symptoms but it's not like you're every person there's is so, many different, so kinds, different and yeah. there's so many different thoughts like and also you, yeah. that's that's one of the issues with ocd is like like a lot of my ocd it like surrounds like sex stuff okay uh where i have like a lot of intrusive sexual thoughts okay. also um and people don't really know about that kind of ocd because every, when everyone thinks of ocd it's like are you neat are you neat are you like a perfectionist like do Mm -hmm. you have germ stuff and i don't have any of that stuff i'm like Mm -hmm. very messy yeah i'm not a perfectionist at all Mm -hmm. and none of the stuff that like could be argued that it's useful i don't have any of that at all uh i just i just have it's all bad a bunch of (laughs) bunch of bad shit yeah because so much of it is like sex based like it it doesn't like interfere with my having sex or anything but like right like a lot of the hypochondria is about stis and like Mm. with like stuff that like even if i like got it it wouldn't be the end of the world at all but i just like build it up so much in my head that it like 
gets me freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, like, intrusive sexual thoughts or, like, the thing about, like, maybe I was molested and I don't remember it. Like, it all, like, mm-hmm. kind of surrounds sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, that's, like, a lot harder to discuss with people, I feel like, than, like, germ stuff is because there's, like, already... Well, it's it's less... You know. It's more stigma. Yeah. It's like, well, why would you think you're molested and you're not? But in your yeah. mind, it's like, no, but, like, this is this makes sense yeah. to me. Like, it doesn't, OCD really isn't logical. Yeah, not at all. Like, it's it's really not. Which is and funny, because we also, like, use logic a lot of times to, like, try to get out of, like, intrusive thoughts. Yeah, yeah. of course, of but course. It but it's like, and we know the difference, though. Yeah. You know the difference. You know, like, a lot of your intrusive thoughts aren't true. But, like, yeah. I've, there's so many times, I'm still struggling with my OCD in terms of, not saying everything that's on my mind and like not like I haven't had intrusive thoughts um kind of like yesterday yeah and um we just I had like a work party and there was a lot of guys who were like flirting with me and telling me like I wish you uh like weren't I wish you were single saying like just kept saying that to me and I was like then I had intrusive thoughts of like oh what if I was with this person and then I had to tell my boyfriend that I thought that yeah because I just couldn't stop thinking about and he was like I don't give a shit, like, as long as you don't do anything. You know, like, yeah. we have, a, it's very, like, safe, it's just, and he knows that, that's why he probably said that, because he knows how, like, I have to, like, regurgitate everything. I yeah. just can't keep anything. Yeah, I used and to I told, that. Yeah, and I yeah. told myself, don't tell it, this is your OCD, do not tell, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I used couldn't to, do like, it. not be able to keep secrets from my parents when I was a kid. Mm. I would, like, have to tell them everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then I, then I got over that. Mm-hmm. I, I used to have to tell my mom Every single thing, like I couldn't keep anything from her. Yeah, and it's it's if somebody tells me a secret, I'm not gonna tell it. But it's like it's more like if I did something. Yeah, and I think I need to tell her everything because we have that relationship. Yeah. Um, and then there's one time I did something and I never told her and I still haven't told her and I'm like hell yeah because nice. it's like it, it was more like it it would it's just not good. Yeah. Like it's it's you know so and there's boundaries in a relationship but I think I broke them because of my OCD. Yeah. You know which is super easy to break. Yeah. Um, but you know. I I don't know. It's so interesting to, like, talk about it with, like, each person and then talk about, like, your exposures. So, like, did you – so, like, you did exposures for, like, okay, I'm going to go around and, like, what did they make you – oh, not be funny. Yeah, right? which was so easy and with then, everyone except for the person I had a crush on. That, that sucks. You're like, for this one, can I not do the exposure? Oh, dude, wait. Quick sidebar about that guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, so we were, like – always like going at it in group or whatever like mm-hmm. very like real back and forth yeah and banter or whatever mm-hmm. it, it, it honestly made group a lot more fun right uh, but then we played one of those games um where it was like you know it's like if you like peanut butter go on this side of the room if you don't like peanut butter go on that right. side mm-hmm. that one uh and one of the options was like if you're a democrat go on this side and if you're a republican go on <gasps> that side and he went on the republican side and it was tragic um <laughs> also they did like a pro-life pro-choice thing and he went on the pro-choice side so like I don't, I don't really know what his deal was. Um, yeah, so kind of pointless sidebar, but yeah, um, no, but that's like that's yeah. devastating. So Dude, then, if there, if 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 there isn't anyone, I can't believe they mentioned politics. Yeah, right. It was kind or of or pro choice or, yeah, it's pretty weird. Did they do it as a way to be like, don't you shouldn't judge people? I don't know. Okay, I have no idea. You just remember that. Yeah, that's very weird. That's very yeah. like. I mean, the two things you should never talk about are like politics, and then obviously like yeah. abortion is part of politics. It was but, so like, hot, dude. <laughs> that guy was so hot. <laughs> yeah, you're like, if, if if there isn't anyone hot at inpatient, hot and I'm broken be, is so hot. If I'm if I'm the hottest person at inpatient, I'm gonna be furious. I'm gonna be furious. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, because it's like there's no potential. You're nope. just like, what's the point of being I here? Got, I got to get a crush on someone. Yeah. Otherwise no, I'm going to be it, doesn't it, it helps you get through it, It though. really does. It gives you butterflies, and then it helps you like almost want to get better. and like. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know about the help. It yeah. to want to get better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're but, like. But uh, it, it certainly makes it like less um, boring. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. That's like a very insane thing to admit to. Uh, but Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matthew. Thanks. <laughs> you just like stop right. for We're back from break. Hello. Um so I was gonna ask you to just maybe go into like inpatient your thoughts and mm. like kind of like if you wanna share and then also maybe just like why you feel like this is the best decision you know, for your health and stuff like that? Well, I was uh, having a lot of... I was uh, in school, uh, and then I had to drop my classes because I had a bunch of panic attacks that, like, made it so that I, like, couldn't go to class, and then I had too many absences, and I had to drop them. Uh, and also, I felt like OCD was kind of getting in the way of comedy because uh, wow. I was feeling very, like... I don't, my, my brain just hasn't been working well recently. Like, I... Mm. I, I don't think about writing jokes in the same way that I did, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I think too hard about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, and I get very in my head, and I get very, like, competitive, but in a way that, like, isn't useful at all. Um, and I just, like... And it's also, like, kind of interfering with just, like, dating and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm just, like, I use, uh, I used to be able to be a functional person, and, like, for some reason, I'm just, like, not really able to function that well mm-hmm. anymore. And I figure, like, I'm, like, still pretty young. Like, might as well get it out of the way now and, like, mm-hmm. see if I can cure it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll, like, probably be funnier again or, like, feel funnier when I'm not, like, very, very mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's that's a very dumb theory is that, like, you're funnier the more mentally ill you are because that's, like, not true like i'm not funny when i'm depressed at all mm-hmm. um yeah I for just, each person yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah for me it's i i gotta be in a pretty good mood mm-hmm. to be funny i think and i yeah I, I would just like to be able to function like a normal person um yeah i don't know hopefully it helps uh I don't know. I, I had to, like, not do a couple things I wanted to do because they interfered with it, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Yeah. But I'm going to read a lot of books. Yeah. While I'm there, I'm going to draw a and lot. And what, what do you, like, want to get out of it? Like, I, like obviously, you probably, like, better at day-to-day functioning. Like, all the stuff that you mentioned probably just to, like, make you feel funny again. Like, not feel, like, do you just feel depressed now? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really, I've been really depressed because I, I quit comedy uh, at oh, least wow. for the time being. Yeah, I was like, damn, um, dude, you're hilarious. No, you. <laughs> you're um, welcome. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was going to be forever, but then I got this opportunity, and I was like, okay, I have to do that. But then it got in the way of inpatient, so I couldn't do it. But then, oh. I, whatever, I'll do it in the future. Reschedule. Uh, yeah, 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 Um So that's something that's, like, good to look forward to. Yeah, and... Um, that's awesome. But, I, but before that, I was like, okay, I'm quitting. Um... Because I just, uh, I felt like, I mean, I still feel very, very unfunny. Um, and I, like, feel like I don't know how to write jokes anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just because I'm mentally not in a 
good place. It's a cloud over everything. It's yeah. like you like you said, it's like comedy, life, dating, sex. Like yeah. it's, it, it gets over everything and then like yeah. you, you just want to know how to function in all yeah. those areas. So I'd like to be able to like, okay, if I like work really hard at exposures mm-hmm. for like a month or like a Is month and a half or whatever, yeah, then like, like obviously it's going to be hell like during it, but if it means that I like am able to function normally after, then like seems like it's worth so it. So you're so you're willing to see a bit of your picture. Yeah. Also like who knows, maybe I'll get material out of it. Probably not. You probably like, will. Maybe. You probably will do. Yeah. Honestly. Like I feel like that's like uh, a lot of my material is like just like well, not a lot of it, but just like I have some material about like depression and like yeah. like suicide. Mostly suicide. Yeah, because yeah. I don't I don't have any stuff about mental health. And unless like, you consider it being trans mental illness, in which case I have a lot of material <laughs> on mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. Dude, I mean, but that's great. Like, I think, I honestly think, like, you will get some material out of it. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, it's so funny because it's, like, the more you don't focus on that, which I'm sure you won't because you're going to be fucking impatient. Yeah. But, like, the more you don't focus on it, the more material you'll get from it. Because yeah, every time you, like, sure. try to get material out of something, it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, like, if you just let things happen and then be like, oh, yeah, this was really fucking funny, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. and, you know, are, are you saying in Chicago? No, it's in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, like, how... Did you do the Rogers inpatient in Skokie, or did you do outpatient? No, I did um, outpatient. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing the Rogers in, in Wisconsin. Okay, because there were some people that would come sometimes to the one in Skokie from Wisconsin, or, like... Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, transition out of there. Into yeah. So I'm doing that one. Okay. Yeah. So are you... They're they're not the same therapist there, right? No. Like they're different. What's okay? Because I was thinking like, I I just didn't know if like there was a different I don't know some therapists who like go between them. I don't think so. Okay, so yeah, I mean honestly like it, that's a great program. Yeah. And what like because a lot of people like that need help like know they need help but they don't want to take that next step to yeah. like go to inpatient voluntarily for yeah. that long amount of time. Like what made you? Honestly, a lot of it was just, like, my parents, like, nagging me a lot. Really? Okay, so nagging, your parents, like, are aware of what's nagging. going on. Oh, yeah. No, they sent me to therapy real young. Mm-hmm. I've been going to therapy forever. Uh, me too. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and they just, oh, they, like, kept bugging me about it until finally I was like, yeah, you know, you're, you're probably right. I probably got to do it. And, mm-hmm. and it was also, like, the fact that I'd, like, dropped out of school, quit comedy, didn't have a job. Like, I'm not doing anything right now. I am, I really am very much, like, in a state of limbo. Um, So, like, have no, because, I mean, I couldn't get a job because it was, like, two months between when I dropped out and when I was going inpatient. Uh, I mean, I walk dogs, but, Mm -hmm. you know, not like a real. But that's at least some income. Yeah. So that you can feel, like, accomplished in, like, a little, you know. Yeah. So, Um, not to say that you wouldn't feel accomplished now. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's a a good, like, way to feel like a purpose. But my plan is, uh, I, like, signed up for classes in the spring. So hopefully okay. when I'm not Columbia? like uh, SAIC. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully when I'm not like having panic attacks all the time, I'll be able to do school better um, because it really does like get in the way. Like I remember one time I had to like leave class early because I convinced myself that I like had herpes and I, I had to like go to the nurse in the middle of class and I was like convinced and they were like, no, this is an ingrown hair. You're insane. And it's like, oh it's my always God. that. Mm-hmm. And that's, 
uh, I've, that obsession has gotten a little bit better recently. Not that there's obviously anything wrong with having herpes, but, like, with obsessions, you'll just, like, build it up so much in your head that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this would be the end of the world, even if it, like, obviously would not mm-hmm. be the mm-hmm. end of the world. And, like, if I got it, 100%. honestly, like, I'm sure it'd be fine. Plenty of people have it and, like, live with it. That's the thing. It's, like, once deal. you realize it's, like, not a big deal, yeah. it's, like, oh, okay. But then you're, like, Theoretically, no, it... once you realize it's not a big deal, but then, right. like, in reality, it's, like, still a big deal. Of course. In your mind i don't know yeah yeah, it would just like get in it would really get in the way of school uh, to the point where i couldn't do it okay yeah and a lot of like and and more to the depression which i'm sure inpatient will cover as well because Mm -hmm. i think they do both and i'll probably do both Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of feelings of worthlessness like oh my art is horrible Mm -hmm. and like my comedy is horrible and like why am i creating anything because like i don't have anything interesting to say because Mm -hmm. my brain doesn't work anymore and like yeah, I just feel like I don't have yeah, anything. Yeah, well, it's really say. interesting how, like, it, comedy is about relevancy, right? Because it's, like, a lot of times, like, when you watch old comedy, you're like, I don't get it. Because, yeah. like, it's literally so pertinent to the times. Yeah. Unless it's, like, very universal and kind of, like, time it transient. But yeah. it's, like, now I feel like, you know, when you're in that moment, like, even if, even if I can have it sometimes, like, the other day I had, like, a great set, but I was, like... Yeah, but, like, none of it was, like, brand new, so, like, why should I feel accomplished? Yeah. You know? And it's, like, but I did that. I had a good set. Yeah. And I produced something good. But it's, like, you you are so stuck in the now, so, like, your brain's kind of, like, shut off, so to speak. So you're, like, well, then I'm not good. And it's, like, no, but look at all this shit I've done in the past. But that doesn't matter because right now you feel like shit. Yeah, totally. It's very, like, present, even though, like, you're focused. Yeah. You're so focused on, like, what – none of your accomplishments matter. Yeah. And and I've been thinking about it, like – the reason my old shit is better than my new shit is because I worked so hard when I was, like, very first starting. Like, I would mm-hmm. do three mics a night mm-hmm. for, like, a year straight. And, like, like I was looking back at old notes, like, old set lists, and I was like, I've been doing the same jokes for, like, a year and a half. But then, like, which also is not even that long. But then mm-hmm. I would, like, listen to a set from them, and, and the joke is, like, a completely different joke because it mm-hmm. hasn't been developed yet. Where now I'll do a joke, like, four times, and if it doesn't work, I'll give up on it because mm-hmm. I'm, like, not motivated at all anymore because I'm depressed. Right. So it's, like, so funny how, like, your mindset shifts your comedy so much. Like, yeah. And it's – well, it is a form of – it's art. It's an expression. It's a form of what you're going through now. And I think, like, a lot of times, too, like – there's been times where, like, like recently, like, I haven't really been up because I'm stressed. And yeah. I'm, like, I don't want to go up. And also, like, sometimes it's a form of, like, protection against myself so I don't yeah. have to bomb. And yeah. I don't have to, like, go up and, yeah. you know. So um, I think, too, you know, it's it's really difficult when you're depressed to get – and that's and that's part of the thing. It's, like, yeah, all comedians are depressed. But it's, like, that's why I commend, like, a lot of comedians who, like, kind of just go through the trenches. Because, like, yeah. you're depressed on top of one of the most depressing industries to be yeah, in. And upsetting. you're yeah, – yeah. And it's, like – it's super difficult, and, like, even if you have a great set, once you get off stage, that depression hits you right away. Like, yeah. it's it's a high for a second. Yeah. But then, and even if you have a great set, it's like, okay, like, someone else has done better in the past, so it yep, doesn't count. so it doesn't count. Exactly. Yeah. And it's never taking things for as yeah. is. It's just taking it for how you yeah. – almost self-fulfilling prophecy, yeah. like, how you want it to feel. Yeah, and it, yeah. at least for me, like, I feel like it, – it almost is very narcissistic in a sense where I feel like now that I've, like – done well and like people in the scene know me more than like when I was like very first starting there's more of a 
like it's it's only pressure that I put on myself like obviously no one else gives a shit about what I do Mm -hmm. Uh, but in my head I'm like oh now I have to be really good because I've like done well before and like Mm -hmm. just well it's pressure dude like it's 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 always pressure and a lot of it is like imagined pressure but I just like remember people Mm -hmm. being like oh this person used to be good and like then they got lazy and then me being like oh fuck I don't want to be a person who used to be good and then got lazy but then that made me get lazy because I was too scared to like Mm -hmm. you know because like what if I'll never write a joke as good as my old jokes but mm-hmm. that but also who gives a shit and and anyway that's why I'm taking a break from comedy is because it's okay. it's too much thinking well, about it's, all it's that a lot. all the time comedy is is wearing and it's so interesting how like there's sometimes when like my roommate she'll be like you and St. James like sleep so much and I'm like yeah because we're exhausted like you don't understand it's like yeah even like maybe we'll do one mic or one show a night yeah but like 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 one show that night and we'll come yeah. home and go to sleep but it's like it's mentally exhausting yeah it's, it's like you prepare before the show i t- literally take a pre-show shit and then sometimes after i'll go because i'm just like i have it's just nerves yeah and then i'll go up and it's like you're mentally exhausted because you're like shaking like it's yeah. just nerves and it and it, it exhausts yeah. you and it's it's very draining yeah see the the past like well i, I guess i haven't done it for like a month and a half for something okay. yep. maybe more or less maybe less I don't know feels like I haven't done it in a long time but yeah. like the like last like 20 or something shows I did I was just like fully checked out and it, like almost didn't even take anything out of me because I was just like fully going through the motions just like memorized shit it's a monologue yeah like a monologue I was like well this isn't why I got into comedy this right it like doesn't become it's not fun anymore like bomb with stuff I am excited about than like do okay with stuff that I don't care about anymore yeah so I quit okay but hopefully you'll be back once everything is I I honestly feel like what what was the because I can tell you like myself like what was the difference you felt when you were out of um, Rogers, when you had like better, like like before you went in, were you super depressed? I can't even remember. Honestly. Okay. Okay. It was so long ago. Because I was wondering, like that same feeling of like coming out of the group program and like having coping tools and like it's not even having coping tools it's just a physical feeling like for me depression is a physical feeling it's a feeling of being like weak and like just like lol like just like meh, you yeah. know and that's like and then sometimes when I'm not depre- like when I'm not depressed I just feel great I feel like bubbly and like myself. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of times, you know, when you're coming out of those programs and you have that good feeling, that might translate to you wanting to go to comedy because it'll all just yeah. kind of like fall into place. It might. On it, like, it's been I, yeah. so hard not doing it just because like now I have n- nothing to do. Because mm. like I said, like. Has that been more depressing then? It's been kind of depressing, but it's also been like just like waiting for inpatient because I didn't know when exactly I was going because I had to wait for a spot to open up. So a lot oh. of it. It was very it's like, like camp. Yeah, it is a lot like camp. Uh, yeah. So it was just me like waiting and just like staying. I would just like stay in bed all day, and then like sometimes try to go out at night, but like I, I don't do comedy anymore. So like where do I go at night? Right, right. It's like it's what a very. What the fuck do you do when you don't do comedy? I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's an identity thing. Yeah. Like if I didn't do comedy, I'd be like, what? And yeah. I've not, I've only been doing it for like a little over like a year and a half. Really. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, I think a lot of times, like, it's it's an identity thing where, like, I've always felt like I'm different. Yeah. In sure. a sense. I've always, I, I, I've always, like, fit in, but I've always felt different in the sense of, like, my mind works different than most people. Like, my OCD and, like, my depression and stuff yeah. like that. And very just, like, the stuff that I've been through. I'm with my family. So, I think, for me, like, I've always felt 
like so it, anything I do my identity is attached to that yeah. like when I was like why should I quit diving then I wouldn't be a diver you know I wouldn't yeah, be like totally. seen as an athlete and then what if people like it's OC thing like what if people think I'm fat because I'm not an athlete anymore it's yeah. like that whole thing in my head so I think like for that it can almost be like way more depressing because it's like well I'm not comedian then like who am I am I just yeah. existing yeah. as a person with no identity like it's, yeah it's, that's how it feels. we attach a lot of our like identity is just attached to external things. Yeah, because I like I, I kind of had a whole plan where I was like, okay, I'm gonna graduate college, I'm gonna do, move to New York, and I'm gonna do comedy there. But then I was like, okay, well I suck at comedy now, so like, what am I gonna move to New York for something right. I suck at? Like mm-hmm. that sucks. So like, then exactly. what am I gonna stay in Chicago forever? Also like, what am I gonna do for work? Because like, mm-hmm. uh, school is useless. Like I ha- what what have I learned at art school? You know, I've like wasted my time there taking classes that aren't important and like don't matter. Like what am I just gonna like? walk dogs for the rest of my life like maybe i don't know <laughs> fucking it's certainly possible at this point and like there's nothing wrong with that but like i i just used to have a lot more hope for the future mm-hmm, and now right. i have like no hope for the future and I'm i like sorry, dude. can't oh yeah that I actually have... is very depressing uh i'm <laughs> sorry uh no but like i, I, I have just, hope like, for you though because thanks. i think you you're a person that like i like we traveled to milwaukee together oh, and fun, that yeah. was a really fun show that to see really show. i feel like i haven't like there's a lot of comedians that I really enjoy watching, and um, but I never get to like go on the road with them or like yeah. shows, and that was like super fun. I got to see you like at I feel like you're not like fullest potential. Like it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, like it was. That was like, a very fun show. But it was really fun. You did amazing, and oh, so it made me think like when you were like I'm quitting, like I would never, I would never see like see you not getting better than like doing not doing that. Yeah, I guess. It's and I like, think, like, in the moment, though, it's so easy when you don't, like, have those external things going for you. Like I said, like, your identity is so attached to external things. So if yeah. you don't have a job and you're trying to go to inpatient, like, you just need to focus on, like, your brain and, like, getting yeah. better and, like, also, like, probably a medication balance, like, all this stuff. And then once that happens, because I'm just telling you from my personal experience, yeah. like, that's what happened. I, I dropped out of school. I dro- Like, not dropped out of school, sorry. Like, dropped out of school for, like, a quarter. Yeah. Didn't finish. And then, like, um, you know, I, like, quit diving, and that was, like, a huge part of my identity is, like, I'm an athlete, I'm different, you know, and then, um, I think, like, once I focused on just getting myself better, then the comedy started to fall into place, the job, the getting better grades, going back to school, like, transferring schools, I came home, um, that, and then, like, rebuilding my social life, almost, yeah, but like I think that will fall into place for yeah. you once you and like not I think it will like it Hopefully. will it will too. We'll because right now I I like can't see myself like. But you can't see it because like it's it's like a different each time you're going through a different phase in your yeah. life. I think you'll be able to yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, you really like, caught me in the in the throes of it. For this yeah, time. I know. Really but like. It, yeah in the really in the in the trenches yeah but i think that's good to like show people that like not everybody comes on this podcast like is out of depression no you know it's like how much time have you done it's like you're about to do time so (laughs) yeah i like i said like i'd love to like have you on after yeah just like discuss you know like how it went i would be so happy yeah (laughs) if you come on you're like i'm still not in comedy (laughs) um no i would i would i'm actually a headliner now yeah so yeah I have a come back hour. and you're like actually she can't make the podcast or they can't make the podcast yeah. because uh because they too are too busy yeah comedy clubs I'm a club comic so. yeah <laughs> okay where can people find you Lily I'm on Instagram at the perfect college girlfriend and I'm on love that username by Thanks. the way it's great Twitter uh applying for job uh that's your Twitter handle? Yeah, because I was applying for a job, and I didn't want them to find my Twitter, and I couldn't think of a good one. Uh, I should change it back to Lily Schroeder, but <laughs> oh my God. for now, it's applying okay. for a job. And uh, 
I guess you could friend me on Facebook if you really wanted. Yeah. But you know what? Don't do that if you don't know me. That's weird. Um, um Your Facebook statuses are pretty dope though. Thank you. Same mm-hmm. it's the same thing I enjoy on Twitter them. though. Okay. Just a little less chaotic on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for watching Doing Time. Wait, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Sorry. Thanks for watching Doing Time. Bye. Want to do that again? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for watching Doing Time.